High Impact Influence, the podcast. My name is Randy Cantrell. The website is growgreat.com. Today, we continue our 30-day micro-leadership course. It is day 11, September the 11th, 2021. It was 20 years ago today. It was a Tuesday morning. Here at our house, we had the NBC Today show on the television, and we were getting ready for the morning day. Sometime after 7.30 a.m. Central Time, the news hit. Something horrific was happening in New York City at the World Trade Center. It was and still is surreal. And the phrase 9-11 entered our vocabulary, symbolizing the date September 11th, the day a series of four coordinated attacks happened on American soil by foreign terrorists killing 2,996 people. And yes, we remember. Welcome inside the Yellow Studio. It's day 11. Let's talk about your consumption. No, we're not going to address your weight loss or how much you're drinking. I'm talking about information consumption, but let me narrow it down a little bit if I can. Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, books, articles, blog posts, podcasts. YouTube, all of these places we go and we skim headlines. We click a few links. We scan a few sentences. We may devour an entire 700 word medium post. We may watch a 56 second TikTok. We might read a 238 page leadership book. I'm talking about all this consumption that we think makes us better. Maybe we know it makes us better. I'm not, sh- I'm not here to debate the woes of social media. I'll leave that to other people. I'm not here to push some agenda that we should read more books or we should read less books. I love to read. I love YouTube. I'm entertained and sometimes inspired by Instagram and TikTok. I'm enlightened and sometimes encouraged by LinkedIn. So I am not here to preach against consuming information. After all, if you will remember my progression of leadership, knowledge is smack dab in the middle of it. Humility, curiosity, knowledge, understanding, compassion. Well, there sits knowledge right in the middle of these five. Question, do you understand why you consume so much? Most of us blindly do it. Now, plenty of other people have researched and written how UI, user interface, designers have designed social media to be addictive. Plenty of others have addressed in a variety of ways how news is manipulated. And many, many more have sounded the bell of concern about how our attention span is shrinking dramatically. I'll leave that conversation to people that are way more expert in all those areas. This is you and me talking, and I'm asking you if you understand why you consume what you consume. Nutritionists tell us you are what you eat. There is little doubt that we are also what we think about, and what we think about is heavily influenced by what we watch, what we read, what we hear. Each one of us have biases, all kinds of biases. You've likely heard Phrases like confirmation bias, 
cognitive bias. According to Wikipedia, confirmation bias is the tendency to search for, interpret, favor, and recall information in a way that confirms or supports one's prior beliefs or values. Well, all we got to do is look back at the last presidential election and know that that was certainly true. Cognitive bias is the subjective reality that each one of us creates sometimes in order to adapt, but sometimes because it's just how we view the world. Humans, you and me, we might be incapable of fully controlling all of these things, but here's what I wonder. I wonder if we, if we're able to better manage what we think, how we feel and what we believe is true. And here's the irony. I choose to believe that we can better manage these things and that if we do, that it can spur us on to higher performance. It can spur us on to being better, probably in every area of our life. So let me repeat the questions. Do you understand why you consume so much? Do you understand why you consume what you consume? My experience in serving top-level leaders for the past dozen years has revealed a few things, and my own life confirms these things. Those of us who love to read, my hand's in the air, we read for enjoyment and enlightenment. Now, many of us describe ourselves as lifelong learners. And, of course, you and I both know that there are other people who are wannabe lifelong learners. There are fakes and hypocrites in every arena of life. Some of us disguise our consumption habits by declaring that we're hooked on learning when in reality, no, we're more hooked on the quest to find the secret, the secret that we might be missing. That one thing, that one thing that we have yet to learn that might make all the difference in the world. It's a hard truth that people don't openly admit, especially top level leaders, but we are all susceptible to it because high performing people genuinely are curious. And you know what we're all thinking, what don't I yet know? And it is that quest, that curiosity, that foundational thing that I put at my progression of leadership diagram, curiosity that compels us to keep on this endless search. And I'm not critical of it because I'm right there with you. I'm doing the same thing. Much of my thinking has been heavily influenced by reading about people named Drucker and Deming and Janine and Welch. We are all a composite of all these things that we have learned, all this information that we're consuming. Some of us consume because we want to make sure that we're on top of the information curve. You know, people like this, maybe you are one of these dropping authors names, you know, with great pride, like we're proving our scholarship it makes us feel like we're superior, more well-read, you know, more expert, more of a thought leader. The irony is whose thoughts are being led. And again, it's fine. It's fine. If that's what a person chooses to do, I'm only asking us to think about these questions. So we better understand the why behind our consumption habits. I'm not advising you to change anything about your habits. Maybe you want to, maybe you don't. That's clearly up to you. Let's just examine it more closely to see what it might teach us about ourselves. It's really just one aspect of self-examination that can help us move forward and see things more accurately. That is the point of it all for us to see ourselves more accurately so we can better understand why we do what we do, why we think what we think, why we believe what we believe, why we feel what we feel. And these insights, 
they just might spark some curiosity about how we might be able to adjust some of these things so we can improve our progress or not. Mindfulness, intention, and purpose. Those are the primary issues. There's little doubt that all of our lives can be improved by increasing these aspects of our lives to think about our actions instead of mindlessly putting one foot in front of the other to act with greater intention and purpose. Now, additionally, I want to challenge you to look for the answers within yourself, to accept responsibility for your own life, to avoid being suckered into acquiescing to the common belief that Somebody else must have the answers that you most seek to stop living by the motto. If only, if only I knew a little bit more, the consumption habits, worst impact is procrastination. We delay taking action because we fall into the trap of thinking that we just need to learn a little bit more. And once we learn a little bit more, yeah, then I'll be ready. And too frequently we find, no, we need to learn something else. Now that we learned that one thing, I I now realize there's something else I, I yet need to learn. And then another, and then another. And now you know why tomorrow we are going to focus on creating. It's time for you to become a creator. Be well, do good, grow great. The website is growgreat.com. My name is Randy Cantrell. I'm glad that you're here along for the ride. Tomorrow will be session 12.